1: Recorded live.
2: Hey,
0: I'm back. I'm back. I
3: knew that. I got that talk show message that was like recorded live, and I was like
2: oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> randomly you, I'm nowhere. I got Solomon that. Yet? What? We're joined by Solomon yet?
1: Just I can't remember his name.
2: Message Solomon, give him the right 10. I don't I think he's trying to enter on the old one.
3: And
2: right, so the 100-101-3069? No, 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 not that one, not the one.
3: Okay, so one three nine zero zero seven.
2: Yeah.
3: And hit, tell him to hit
1: yeah. one, then pound. No, he gave me the pin, so he knows it. Just tell him to call in.
3: He's trying to. He's putting in the pin, and then he's not putting in the one pound because he's not a talk show member,
2: but it's not working. He's not a talk show member. He's got to hit one, then pound. But it'll give him the first number. You hit that, and it'll get asked for a 10, then you hit 1 pound. Yeah, I know, he's doing that.
0: Hmm.
1: So this is not going off to a very good start? Yeah, it's What's not.
2: Hmm. It was very, very nice. well, anyway, while he's trying to get in, we'll figure this out uh
1: so on this uh,
2: a test run episode uh I wanted to get some free agency uh talk in uh potential trade rumors, and maybe if we have time at the end uh take us a week. You ready, Logan? I'm ready. Hold on. I'm not ready, actually. Yeah? Okay. So first things first, um, there's already trade talks already. Uh, the legal and tempering period for two weeks between and still hasn't started yet. So they'll likely either be fined or something because they're working on a trade. With like deadlines. But in another case, I don't... I don't Remember the Chiefs or Niners getting any any trouble during their trade talk with Alex Smith. So it's a very weird thing. Okay, so the Dolphins are trying to trade Brandon Albert for the big coveted tight end that they paid huge, huge money for two years ago with Julius Thomas, and the report is his seventh round pick in 2018. Personally. Albert's not even worse than Julius Thomas. I mean, Julius Thomas is a good tight end. He's not great. He had a great season. But um anyways,
1: I don't think Julius Thomas. Albert
2: is also 33 and he's more of a guard than a tackle at this stage.
1: I think that if this trade does go through, that um
3: that the um, Jaguars are getting a huge bargain because Julius Thomas is not the player he used to be. I think he's only two years removed from playing under Peyton Manning. And
2: well, exactly.
3: And he has... When has he been, like, you know, when has he had, like, a that type of year again? He really hasn't.
2: So I don't know if you want well, to call it just Manning, an anomaly or, or if
3: you want to call it a product of the quarterback.
2: Well, I've always... Julius Thomas was a good player out of Portland State, um, but anyway, uh, before Peyton Manning, he was injured every year, and they kept around because they saw the talent. Adam Gase and Manning were able to get the most out of him first year, and just, second year, he had dealt with injuries, but he was still a good club. Jack gave like a bunch of money. Blake Bortles isn't a good quarterback. I feel like he's
3: not the guy he used to be, but Let's not overlook the fact that who's in Miami right now? You just mentioned his name, Adam Gase.
2: Adam Gase, yeah.
3: So, Uh, I mean,
2: there's a chance
3: he could regain some of that form, but I still don't think you're going to regain the form you had when playing under Peyton Manning. He was a top three tight end under Peyton Manning
2: in the NFL. Yeah, I don't think that's happening again. I can see him back in the top ten discussion, but right now he's nothing but that. maybe. Uh, I mean, Elvis the, the
1: tight
3: hand. end the tight end pool right now is just very shallow as well.
2: Well under well it's not shallow, it's just a bunch of under underdeveloped and very unproven guys so far, yeah. It's
3: like well, it's Gronk and then it's you have your Kelsey's and your Martellus Bennett's and your um you know, your Eiferts and Barnages and those kind of guys and I just I don't know. It's a very weak tight end group in the NFL right now that I could see anyone getting in the top ten. <laughs> Zach Miller was kind of in the top ten discussion earlier on this year before he was injured. There were people telling him to the top ten tight ends.
1: So, yeah, I mean, it's I'm just a Bears
3: fan. Well, I mean, you know, that just goes to show you that you know a lot of Zach Miller isn't was like very an amazing tight end, but
2: Hunter he's Henry very second okay. he's playing second fiddle. Uh the Gates, Antonio Gates, was a really, really good tight end. He had the potential to be a top-ten tight end in this league. So, I mean, there there's guys there. They just need the opportunities. Yeah, like Max Williams, I know he was hurt this year for nothing. the Ravens. I think he can be a very good tight end. Uh, stuck behind the rebirth of Dennis Pitta. Um, they lost their free agent <laughs> signing in Benjamin Want.
3: Never that was I was talking to someone else. But keep going.
2: Uh there's a bunch of other guys like Brent Sellack could be a starting caliper tight end if he wasn't backing up Zach Ertz.
3: Why is Zach Gertz always in this conversation as well? Like can we just like expel him from tight end talk? Like forever? <laughs> He's not as relevant as people
2: want to think he is. I mean, then there was the, not this year, but last year, the whole Crockett-Gilmore moving into a top-tier tight end. I'm like, no, no, no. no." I mean, I wasn't on him
3: moving into the top-tier tight end, but I was on him being okay, which he still wasn't.
2: But anyways, I I see more upside keeping Thomas and Albert, when Albert's 33, getting up there, coming off injuries, and He's better suited to play guard due to his style of play at the stage. And I mean he can be a serviceable left tackle, but I rather have Beecham at this point, who is twenty six, seven years old and still had plenty of time. And he was still learning the left tackle role, but he was a really he played really decent. I
3: I'm not a I'm not very knowledgeable on offensive offensive, players. But what I do know what I do know is that if I'm thinking about my team, where left tackle is a disaster, I would gladly take Brandon Albert. Even like regardless, I would take Brandon Albert. I would take the other two guys that are being talked about
2: as like free agents. Well, what made Brandon Albert expendable was Larry Tunsil being the crown jewel of last year's draft. And I call him a king of left tackle position. I'm not calling him the back left tackle, but you know he's that he position, that guy you're looking for he's a n he's your cornerstone is of Laramie
3: Tulin's crown an actual crown or is it a gas mask
2: <laughs> <laughs> but to the point he is your quote unquote cornerstone that's what you need in the left tackle all the traits he has and skill he and he played left tackle for quite a bit last year. Yeah, I think Brandon went, Albert is well.
3: fairly expendable for the Dolphins, but
2: well, like, I don't. No, be. I just,
3: I feel like Julius Thomas is a very low price pay, or, or rather, a, yeah, low price. Pay. I feel like I feel like you can get more for him. Yes, and it also helps
2: out the Dolphins on the other hand, because Jordan Cameron is done in Miami. I'm not calling saying it's the end of his career. which just went too many concussions. Deion Sims is an okay backup. Um, we have nothing there. But on the caveat, what does Jacksonville have? Mercedes Lewis?
3: 32? Yeah, the only one at this point. I mean, although, you know...
2: Ben Koyak?
3: I mean, you can find gems in older tight ends, though. It's not completely unheard of.
2: I realize that. And it the is old. a very very deep tight end class.
3: Tight ends, it just kind of happens. Like it's not like other positions where, like, the older you get, the harder it is to be good at your position. Like, you can be a good tight end regardless of how old you. But are. But
2: you look at the Dolphins. Is Barrett Albert really something you want to get rid of? I mean, he can be a good guard. You're losing Jermaine Bushrod, who wasn't even a good left tackle when I'm he was Bushrod with Bears. he he's terrible. Yeah. He played well for guard. But he's a free agent, and I wouldn't pay money to bring him back.
3: He's been making this since February 3rd. I don't know. It's just, it's very, it's a very weird trade. But you're sweeping a big trade headline under the rug. And that is, where is Jimmy Garoppolo going to land if he gets traded at all? Is he going to land in Chicago? Is he going to land in Cleveland? Those are the two big, those
1: are the two big candidates going after him. Here we go. Where do you think he lands?
2: Sorry about that. Uh, Moving forward, I had an idea today after Mr. Elliot Harrison uh, at NFL.com had free agent fits. Uh There's a lot of free agency talk already. There's still,
3: there's, some, there's still some trades that you've kind of swept under the rug that we kind of I feel like we should talk about. Namely, Jimmy Garoppolo and Tony Romo.
2: They're a big... But really, team. are they really going to
3: trade Garoppolo,
2: I mean, Romo? Because they just, are they?
3: Well, are they They could. Res- trade Romo? They could, they, just pr- him. they could release him, but they said they've granted for his release. But, like, I don't know. Does any team? I, they're I not going like, to, Does any team I think want would,
2: cap hit? I'm I feel sorry, like if I he's think...
3: a free agent. He will get. He will get a lot of looks in the market. I just feel like no team wants him for what his cap hit is right now, especially him being injured. No.
2: Time. No, but that's why they restructured Tyron Smith and their All-Pro center contracts, so they have room and you know enough space for dead money when they release Romo, and mm-hmm. so they're going to do Romo's due diligence and they're going to let him choose his own destination.
1: They at least owe him that. I still think KC is a good brand stuff line. That really intrigues me. Like, Jimmy Garoppolo, I don't understand it. I,
2: I, I, just, I just don't. He's played two games versus AJ well, McCarron. I
3: don't know. Like, I... Apparently, is it, the
2: Patriots like
3: Jacoby Brissett moving forward and watching over um, Rappolis. He actually looked—he looked pretty good.
2: He, he looked—he looked good. The game he got hurt, really good. But how much of that was things to Josh McDaniels' offense? I mean, he, that's
3: been the question this, this whole time. Thing. Like you're not—you're you, gonna have—you're gonna have like you're not gonna have Josh McDaniels and Bill Belichick. But okay, you're not going to be able to bring that
2: offense with you. You're not. Yeah, you
3: still show. Some, you he still showed some traits though. He still showed just a lot of good things you don't see in many young quarterbacks. Like AJ McCarron's definitely another good target.
2: He's more of uh, a he's awesome. a bridge guy. He's not a he's a, honestly he's a one, two maybe a ten percent chance of being a franchise quarterback. Maybe a ten percent chance.
3: Ruffalo or McCarron.
2: McCarron. He. He proved well. He did what a backup was supposed to do when he was covering for Indy Dalton. He did what a backup was supposed to do. He took over games. He won a couple. Seven to three touchdowns on he didn't turn over the ball. He did, he made some contested big boy throws, as Scott would say. Um, to the caveat, I don't
1: know, I didn't he didn't think- start
2: 16 games.
3: Yeah, that's fair. I just. Like, what like what's the is? difference between what's the difference between trading away for a quarterback who hasn't played many games and drafting a quarterback that hasn't played any NFL games?
1: That's my point.
3: Either either bad. could. Well, why would either, you? Could, either? I mean, could this. choose a. Either could be a career defining move. So if you don't have confidence in anyone in the draft, why wouldn't you trade for someone? Ah. <sighs>
1: If you have confidence in
3: someone that's on the trade block and no one that's in the draft, why would you, you know, why would
1: you why would you draft someone instead of trading for someone?
2: All, all I mean is you have Jimmy Garoppolo and you have all these quarterbacks. And I'd rather take a shot on one of these unproven guys or even a Mike Lennon for a year or that you know, just say you gave it a shot. You know, I mean, saying you're, at, saying you're at San Francisco, I'm sorry, you have a big big boy weapon and Torrey Smith down the field. Okay, fine. You're not moving around Mike Leonard. You're not. He's a stop, get back for a year till you can look for the next year's quarterback. You can keep looking he, for quarterbacks till you land on one.
3: Yeah, here's the thing with quarterbacks, though. So sometimes quarterbacks, Choosing a quarterback can be a career-defining moment for a GM. And it's it's if you make the wrong decision, you're probably going to get fired. So I would feel like unless you're, you know, the Browns who are still trying to rebuild and you're going to get the benefit of the doubt. But I feel like you if you f- find a quarterback you like, you should wait until you're confident and go after that guy. Because if it's your career-defining moment, you need to be confident that he's going to be – the guy. It's a matter of if you like what you've seen of him out of college or if you like what you've seen out of him in a couple games at an NFL
2: level. But I feel like you need to go for it regardless. Early, the, I hate doing this. I hate, hate making comparisons. But Garoppolo... His playing style does not really suit much to many of these offenses, but I guess his early quarterback surgery can build around. To me, he reminds me of currently Kansas City's Alex Smith on what you can do with him as of right now, because he's not proven. You don't know what his strengths or flaws are as of this moment. But the only team that really knows that is New England. But an underrated kind of see thing that about Brown, looking at him. but New England, New England does a good job of
3: hiding players' flaws. Ooh. Like you look but, but, at but, you look at Mar- you look at Martellus Bennett. He was not very good when he left Chicago, and now he's in New England, and he's he's well, he, a lot better.
2: To be fair, Martellus Bennett didn't have a good year his last year with him, but he yeah, got... I mean, he
3: had a good year before that. But even you look at a guy who had a couple bad years in Chicago and Shane McCollum. Like players just go to New England because Belichick is so good at hiding their flaws and like you know and um emphasizing their strengths, that that's sure. why his team is so good every year. Well, he has really word, good players, obviously. You know, he has Tom Brady and he has, you know, your standard really, really good players. But he's also just
2: really good at hiding those middling players' flaws. Then we go to A.J. McCarron, which is kind of an underrated storyline. Their own former offense coordinator, Hugh Jackson, there's no buzz between that. Does he not... Obviously, either he doesn't even want him. He knows what he is. He knows he's not the answer. So... Has there been any rumors
3: of any team wanting A.J. McCarron? No. Honestly, no.
1: But, I mean... Like, A.J. McCarron, I feel like would be...
3: I feel like A.J. McCarron would be a very interesting quarterback for some teams moving forward. Whether that be San Francisco or Cleveland or Houston, even,
2: just moving forward. To be honest, I think he... Career wise, he's a better Chad Henney. Chad Henney who started a couple of years, you know, and then he became a bridge guy. A bridge guy and then a high end backup.
3: I don't know. I feel like he can I like Adrian and I like what he showed in um Cincinnati last year. But what is he again,
1: doing you can't
3: you see, but you can't judge off of only a few games like that. Yeah, you don't have a full season oh, sample size. And you don't know how he's going to hold up after a full season. I mean, it,
2: he has one, one or two more years left on his deal. Yeah. Rookie deal. What's his cap hit? Not much for a fifth-round pick.
3: So, I mean, yeah, if you want to get a guy who's not going to break the bank, then go for
1: Jimmy Caron. What's um, Jimmy Garoppolo's cap hit?
2: I don't know. what What is a
1: second-round cap hit? But... But uh, because was... I feel like if you're a team that, like, you know, you're the
3: Texans and you already paid Brock Osweiler, but you can tell after what he showed last year that he is definitely not the answer. Go so after, like, a but, guy like A.J. McCarron, he's not going to break the bank, and he could he be... he has
2: one or two years left on the deal. And if he's not the answer, draft a quarterback the next year.
3: Exactly. You don't, you're not tied down to him because he's not, he's not making a ton of money. Draft, like, what? Uh, I don't know who the big guys in the next draft are. Rosen? the big guy.
2: He's Rosen, to Josh, Allen, uh,
3: oh, Josh Allen, Aaron Louisville, Lamar
2: Jackson, Mason Rudolph. I don't know if Lamar Jackson
3: is going to be... Uh, I mean, I don't know. I've seen only highlights of Lamar Jackson, but I don't know if he's going to be... I don't know if he's going to hold up at the NFL level. He seems more of a running quarterback. Like, you know, Braxton Miller that way, and he's now a wide receiver, so I don't know.
2: But personally, I might lay this out if you're a team like Cleveland. Your team likes St. Frank. Your team likes the Bears.
3: Personally, so, you like AJ McCarron going to the Bears.
2: No, no, no. I'm with, I'm switching this around a little bit. Well, why That's... take a chance at any of these guys when you can pick your own guy? But honestly, you bring in a veteran as a spread. And you guy, still you are. Got... You still are picking your own guy, though. Even if you go for a trade.
3: Yes, but you know. What? I mean, look at who I... we have right now. Look at who we have right now: Jay Cutler, Brian Hoyer. Connor Shaw and Matt Barkley. So one of those guys is going to get cut.
2: Two of them. maybe even
3: maybe, two. Maybe yeah, probably two of those guys because we're going to add some of the roster. So I think Jake Culler and Matt Barkley are out the door. They want to see what they have in Connor Shaw because he may not be very good, but he can. Pro- he can. They don't know if he can be something because he left and he, you know, got injured in the preseason. So I think they're going to keep him and I think they're going to keep Ryan Hoyer as like kind of a stopgap guy. You know, if things go awry, at least you have him. But I don't know who I don't know who's going to fill in that that third slot, that starting slot. Most likely, is it going to be Garoppolo? Is it going to be McCarron? Are they going to draft like a Brad Kaya kind of guy or Mahomes kind of guy? I don't know.
2: Brad Kaya is, you know what he is. His floor is his four. Well, I don't know what he is because I
3: don't watch college. I'm just throwing out the guys who are exactly who probably aren't who probably aren't going to go in the first round because the Bears probably aren't going to take a quarterback that high. Guys who probably aren't going to go in like the first round, but could probably you know. You could see them drafting.
2: Anywhere on Solomon yet?
3: Um, he's not coming. He can't get it to work. So we're probably going. He's probably. We're probably going to do this with him just another
1: time. Yeah.
2: Well, well. All I gotta say is, a perfect scenario for the a team like the Browns or the Bears to keep Hoyer or Kessler as a starting quarterback. You draft. A Patrick Mahomes-ish, a guy who has, who is the gem of this draft in terms of all worldly ta- all worldly talent. You know, he's to me he has his flaws, yeah, but the reward is bigger than you know the risk. You
3: see, I hear this. I hear this all worldly talent thrown out for like five guys in this draft, though. I heard about yeah, midfielder really, no all the really time. I heard about I heard about Deshaun Watson. I heard about Patrick Mahomes. So I mean. With this draft, it feels like more so than any – people don't really know. I mean, I guess you really never know, but, like, people just seem to not – no one comes to an agreement on this one when in past drafts, you know, Winston and Mariota were the guys, or Wentz and Goff were the guys. Now it's just like you've got a smorgasbord of of five different guys who can be, like, this top-level quarterback that people just don't agree on. Someone – someone has Watson number one, and the other one has him, like, number seven in this draft.
2: So it's just, it's, it's a very polarizing draft for quarterbacks. If you find someone who has a number seven, send me his address when you... I mean,
3: five. I'm just making an example, <laughs> you know. Saying, people have, people... I guess Patrick Mahomes would have been a better guy because people have him real high, and other people have him real low. He's very polarizing, oh. you know. I'm just I'm just trying to make the case that this draft is very polarizing. I'm not saying he is, but yeah.
2: he, has, he has most of... Me. He has... The tools, he's a little bit taller, a way stronger arm, uh, more mechanical flaws, but more he plays like... I mean, that can be fixed. But he's not mechanical, flaws, mechanical flaws can always be fixed. Mechanics, yes. But he needs time to sit by a better... But he's you need...
3: You see, first. the thing. the only thing you really need is talent. So to be good at the NFL, you just need... You need talent, you need to be able to learn and develop.
2: And uh, Josh Freeman is an example of how that is not at all absolutely true. He had all the talents in the world. Josh Freeman was still pretty good for a couple of years, though. Until his last year in Tampa.
3: Yeah, he just kind of fell off the edge. But, I mean, you know, it's just... Yeah, you need to be able to develop. You can't stay stagnant. But if you have a lot of talent, then, like, I don't know. If you have a lot of talent, you can definitely... There's a difference between being good in college and being good in um at the NFL level.
1: For what it's worth.
2: And pretty soon we will get into an all draft talk. I'll bring on some guests. Um, but okay. in actuality, let's move forward with this this talk. you to around in the corner. Uh, here are some guys that I I think we can find some new homes for. Let's start off with. Uh, some of these quarterbacks, as maybe backups, maybe stopgap guys, maybe guys who just won't stick. Tyra Taylor is on a free agent, but he could be a free agent if he opts out of the contract. Though he is due 30 million for injury because he had that groin surgery during the season and he got an injured. Period. So that is a 30 million dollar hit right there. So, I don't think he's leaving there, but there is that obstacle. He can go to himself. He screws Buffalo. I mean, Coles. it's
3: just, it's like the whole deal with, um, who's the new head coach in Buffalo? Mc... Anthony Lynn. Right? is it an Anthony Lynn?
2: No, Sean McDermott. Can't
3: oh, it's Sean McDermott? Oh, yeah, Anthony Lynn is in L.A., that's right. But, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Sean McDermott, I don't know. It, does Doug Whaley like any quarterbacks besides U.J. Manuel?
2: Cardell Jones, he said, who was the next starter?
3: <laughs> I don't know. It just seems like it seems like um, Doug Whaley doesn't like any quarterbacks. It just seems like he kind of has them on the roster because he has to, but he feels like he doesn't need a quarterback. It, like, it, I really don't understand Doug
1: Whaley at all. Well, oh. but
2: the team's not bad with Tyrod, is the thing. It's the thing he doesn't have talent. You know, he's yeah, the only guy, like, only that, two wide receivers. That team was. Three wide receivers on our year. roster are not a free agent. Three wide receivers. But the team was still
3: fairly decent last year.
2: Because they ran the ball with McCoy and they stuck with Gosley as well. Charles Clay, and, you know, but a role are the list, like, role player who's going to be a cap casualty, they need to cut him. I don't know. What's they
3: definitely, definitely need to draft a wide receiver or sign one. Well, sign a free agent, a free agent, they need do agent.
2: Something. Uh hit. We have Reed. Alshon Jeffrey. We have Kendall Wright. We may have the less Kenny Britt. I don't know. But like, are any of those guys for sure free agents? Kenny Brick, yes. People don't think we're stuck. Okay.
3: I don't know. I feel like the Kendall writing Wright, I feel like
2: they are moving on from hand reports
3: on being a Chicago fan, I feel like the writing on the wall for Alshon Jeffrey is still very unclear. He could definitely be a free agent, but he could be... He could recited. be taxed again, so,
2: for all we know. The thing is, we don't what? know anything. It exactly.
3: I mean, there's been writing on the wall for a lot of these players, but it's still... You never know until it actually happens.
1: And that's that's the trouble. Alshon Jeffrey, let's find him since it's outside of Chicago and Philly.
2: So I know you're... I saw the tweet of yours. I'm
3: big on Alshon Jeffrey to Philly. I think he... I mean, I don't see any reason why he wouldn't go to Philly, honestly. Because Philly was interested in him before the trade deadline. They're there were all reports of Philadelphia. Philadelphia. There were there were reports of Philadelphia trying to make a trade for Alshon Jeffrey earlier this year. So I, I don't see, honestly, if he becomes a free agent, I honestly don't see why Philly wouldn't jump at the chance.
2: I also see San Fran jumping him, and keeping Torrey Smith. They get up a one A one B. San Fran
3: would be interesting.
2: They got. He could go to L.A., he could go to the Rams over there. Yeah, but that's the thing. They have $38 million tied into three players, Michael Brock, Mark Barron, and um, I think one of their safeties or corner. I mean, you see, but here's the real question.
3: Who? What is he going to ask for? If Chicago doesn't want him to he's asking for a lot of money, Chicago has a lot of cap space, so I don't know. How much it has to be that they don't want him,
2: but it's more than worth it. Look, they have second most cap space in the NFL, only to the Browns. I think the Browns have like close to $99 million, which is surprising.
3: I think that the is. Bears have around, I want to say $50 million this year.
2: Something close to that. But so, you know, it's big splash time. You know, and this, you want to bring, give your new quarterback some weapons. So, usage Philly. And under the radar place if they can find the cap room, Minnesota. I don't know.
3: Yeah, I don't know. if um there
2: are three other. I think guys they like
3: three... Stephon Diggs though. Charles I think
2: they Sons- like Stephon Diggs
3: is the number one guy.
2: And they also have Laquan Treadwell. But if you don't have a running game, you need to rely on some type of task.
3: What happened to Laquan Treadwell? Like, is, does he still exist? He are we one... sure he's? Are we
2: sure he's real? He had one catch. Are we sure he's real? I mean, we can always say that about Moritz Bowringer.
3: Yeah, whatever happened to him? Did he go back to where he
2: did he like he, he like went back to Germany where year. he
3: came from or something? Practice squad. Is he still year. in the NFL? Even did he like retire from the NFL or something?
2: What even happened to him? He was on the practice squad all year.
3: <laughs> so the new is Tom Savage real? Is Moritz Bowringer real?
2: Is that just gonna be your new Twitter name now that it's no longer a comma? Or just the comma now it's comma? That
3: was just that was just you weren't in the you were in this um in the chat so you don't understand what was happening But Ben Put his name as a period. So then I decided I asked him why and he put his name as Dono Logan. So then I decided to make my name a comma and then Zach told me to change it, so I just
2: made it a comma.
3: You could ask if a lot of players in the NFL are real. Though getting back on topic,
2: we talk. We're talking about Alshon Jeffrey. I saw a report. Is Christian McCaffrey uh, real? Tampa interested. Tampa.
3: That's actually not not a good thing. I meant a different guy. Move on. I (laughs) I said something wrong. I made a joke about a guy who's actually probably going to be a pretty good player at the NFL level, and I meant a different guy. I said Christian McCaffrey. I meant to say Christian Hackenberg. Oh, okay. Uh, Christian McCaffrey a- is most definitely real. Christian Hackenberg is a different story.
1: What do you think about Alshon Jeffrey? I think Christian Hackenberg, yeah. for
3: the record, is alive and well, and he's the GOAT, but
1: we'll move on from that. Go on, what's your it's- question about Alshon Jeffrey?
2: <laughs> to the Buccaneers. Pair him with Mike Evans because like, he was Vincent Jackson. Yeah, think that's very,
3: very, very, very OP. And I don't think they're going to do it, though, because I think they like what they have at wide receiver, and I don't think they need another one. Do they really? They have bigger problems. They They have bigger problems. They have bigger problems. I mean, if you're throwing touchdown passes to Russell Shepard, I think you're fine, honestly. Because look at it this way. What's the point of football to get points? What's the point of the offense to get points on the board? If you're getting points on the board with Russell Russell Shepard, do you really need to worry about Russell Shepard?
2: All I'm saying is, all I, is think, I think I think I think
3: that's like asking to, that's if you need to go, to, go to the Falcons when when you know Joshua Perkins and DJ Tia Levea caught one touchdown pass each from Levine. Right. I feel like Levine Toilolo, even yeah I was talking more wide receivers but you know Tatum works too I guess. It's just it's. If you're scoring points, you don't need to worry about your offense too, too much. It depends on how many points you're scoring. But I feel like wide receiver is not a need for the Bucks. I feel like they have more pressing needs, namely running back, honestly. But they have a few other needs on defense, and I feel like they need to address those before they go ahead and sign a guy
2: like but Alshon I also need Jeffrey. to fix this offensive line.
3: Well, and let's not overlook the fact that Alshon Jeffrey is going to be asking for quite a bit of money. If the Bears sure. cut him, he's probably sure. going to be asking for quite a bit more than the franchise tag. More than the franchise tag. They have
2: they have cap space, but not more of a pressing need. But I mean, they have the cap space, space
3: for him, but they have the cap space. No, no, for no. no. Him I'm bringing up if a they new... really want to, but they don't. If they don't want, if they don't feel like the hit is, if they if they don't feel like he's worth the hit, they're not going to resign him.
2: Okay, there's two the other possibilities, but you're going to hate one of them. They already have a number one wide receiver, but they have tons of cap space in a really young roster. Oh, wait, the okay. Bears or the Bucks? The Jaguars.
3: Oh, I thought you were talking about the Bears still having a number one wide receiver. I was like, wait, if Alshon leaves, who's their number one wide receiver? Um, because, I don't know, I just don't, I just very much dislike the Jaguars, but I would like them more if Jeffrey went there, because it would be a more fun team to watch, but they just—they still have a lot they need to work on. But I don't know. Alshon Jeffery could be an interesting building block for him. I'm still on the train of Alshon Jeffery to Philly, but if he didn't go to Philly, I would probably... Tennessee? Tennessee would be interesting. Does he go to KC, or do you think they're fine with Jeremy Macklin and Tyree Kill at this point?
2: Tyree Kill is a gadget player. He's not a wide receiver.
3: I mean, he's, still, he's, oh, he's definitely a wide receiver. He catches passes.
2: Do running back because he catch passes too. Does it make him wide receiver? I
3: mean, he catches more passes than he, run, than he runs the ball. He does a lot. They do a lot of jet sweeps, which is interesting. He's a very per,
2: they just, do. They versatile they, they player. Play, they have the perfect plan in place. This is what: Tavon Austin, and Beryl Patterson. Be. Oh, I don't
3: know. I feel like I feel like Je- it would be interesting if Jeffrey went there. With Jeremy Macklin, and Terry. That would be an interesting threesome there. They don't have the cap
2: space though. That's the issue
3: but
2: I don't know. Moving forward... uh, Do you go to the Jets?
3: Hold on, I got one more take on um, Elshon Jeffrey. Do you think he potentially goes to the Jets, or are they sticking with Marshall and Decker for the time being? Well, he
2: could reunite with Marshall. The GM said they are... It wasn't GM didn't say, but it's pretty evident they're trying to rebuild the team through the draft. Uh, this cap's so screwed up with this team. They but you still it. need you
3: still need to use free agency. You still need to utilize free agency. Yes, but all these lucrative deals they
2: have on this roster, there's so much dead cap. They need I to mean, I don't know. Free, Alshon free, Jeffrey free is
3: still a very young option, but let's move on to other... other we've been talking about the in
2: for quite a
1: while. Outside linebacker for the Chargers.
2: Uh, can we designate a pass rusher? Outside linebacker can play inside. A uh, very underrated player uh, had a career year last year. Is it for sure they get rid of him?
3: I think they. I think I think if I'm the change Chargers, game change keep
2: him. doesn't show him a chance. But I, I
1: feel like if I'm the Chargers, I keep him. He's a talented player. Well, let's just
2: play, let's play this little game. If he doesn't go to Sandy or not, oh, L.A. Where does he go? Um. The Colts
3: are my number
2: one option. Linebackers. Um They have a ton of cap right now.
3: See, I don't know a lot about the cap space of teams. I feel like Atlanta might take a shot on them? I don't know. They got team like Dean Jones in that area, but I feel like and that, but I feel like they need to revamp that defense a lot. I feel like they might take a shot at him. Again, like there's a lot of variables with these guys with free agents. You don't know what they're going to ask for. You don't know even if they're going to even if they're going to leave their team. You don't know. Out.
2: That's exactly what he's going to do.
3: Yeah, you, you don't know. I mean, it's just you never know. You can kind of <laughs> guess what they're going to. You can make an educated guess what they're going to ask for, but you don't even know if they're going to leave their team. So that's the only
2: issue. And another possible landing spot I thought about. They have at least 38 million in cap space. The Detroit Lions. That would be interesting.
1: Uh that would make
3: me like the Lions a bit more, honestly. I desp I'd still despise them, but it make me like them a little bit more. I and then another guy who's forgotten, who's
1: also for you too. Man, should I say it.
2: Well, like, it really hasn't I done mean, a whole lot. But he the first I mean he can go
1: off to, you know,
3: his fake location wherever he wants. No, it was a his fake
2: girlfriend that he made up.
3: Well, I know he can go off to his fake location with his fake girlfriend, is what I was alluding to. But thanks for killing the joke.
2: Oh, that's all can I saying. He thinking. can
3: go to his fake home on a fake
2: beach in a fake city with his fake girlfriend. Hey, would you be at all... I wasn't speculating with this. Brandon Flowers, though, he had a concussion issue last year. His third concussion in three years.
3: You're going to ask fair? me if I would like Brandon Flowers to Chicago, aren't you? I am. I would actually honestly like that i I listen, I don't like Tracy Porter. I think we need a new corner um second cornerback i feel I don't know if brandon flowers Willard's probably, not a probably be the number He's one a number well no flowers would probably be would he be the number one in chicago fuller no, not fuller flowers if he went there. I feel he like he'd be, be the number one year. and then fuller goes to number two, which I actually really like
2: but that the thing is the concussion. I mean, and I, I like Bryce Callen anywhere. Spot the most. And Shields is the best free agent corner, but concussion. I think Shields is old, though. He may retire. He's probably going to have to. I Brandon mean, though, yeah, we're on the street is young players, but
3: I like I like Brandon Flowers. I think if he goes if he goes to Chicago, that's huge for our defense. Because I'm going to go off on a little tangent here about Chicago's defense real quick. But they weren't terrible last year, especially up front. They've got an emerging front seven. They've got some young guys that are kind of. Showing up, Will Young and Akeem Hicks both had seven sacks this past year.
2: Will so really Young, um, Leonard like Floyd. In the 30s. What? But so Will really Young is in his thirties.
3: I just feel like Will Young has just kind of been floating out there for a few years, and now he's finally coming to his own. But I don't know. And then Leonard Floyd, you know, he's a stud. I feel like he's going to be a star in a couple of years. Honestly, I'm
2: going to get Eddie Goldman. I Eddie Goldman. Eddie Goldman. Still we still can playing. we
3: can use some improvement on Eddie Goldman, but it's not necessarily like neat like it's not insanely urgent but I mean where does we draft Jonathan Allen and if we draft him that's going to be interesting but then we got you know Jarrell Freeman and Danny Trevathan as our inside linebackers and they're as Wouldn't long as you they stay healthy and you know not I'm, I'm hold on just let me finish we have Jarrell okay. Freeman and Danny Trevathan and if they can stay healthy and not on drugs we can that's a very good inside linebacker group and then we got Pranel McPhee who's already proven to be a very good player. so it's just a matter of a lot of people staying healthy and that team having them mesh together, but the front seven is very, very good on that team. It's just they all need to stay together and healthy. What would you love if you get Brandon Marshall Not the not the wide receiver but the linebacker the middle the middle linebacker um i don't know isn't doesn't he play in a four three right now
2: he, whatever uh, I don't know because the scheme's changed I think Denver is
3: a four three so I don't know if that if that uh, that scheme change would affect him a whole lot?
2: Because Danny Trevathan came from there, that same system. He I had. mean,
3: Danny Trevathan came from there as well, so that's the thing, but, like, I don't know. I don't know if it would affect him a whole lot, but if we have Danny Trevathan and um, Brandon Marshall, you see, though, here's the thing. Would they both start? I feel like it would be Jarrell Freeman and Brandon Marshall.
2: Uh, or rotational, because you always keep your players fresh.
3: Yeah, that's the th- well, that's the thing, but, like, if we have two people who have played on Denver's defense under Way Phillips, that's huge. That is huge. Like, no, there's no indication that they're going to be the exact same guy, but, you know, we've seen that they're very talented
2: players. So, Moving forward, TJ McDonald's safety from the Rams. I haven't pegged going to the Browns. I don't know a lot about uh, safety. Because
3: about safety. About Greg safety. Williams
2: was the his defensive coordinator. And he wants to bring an edge and physicality to
1: Cleveland.
2: And what better player to do that with This with the strong safety that you played, you had with, you had with Rams for a couple of years?
3: I don't know. Like I, said, don't, I don't know a lot about
2: safeties in general. I don't know what team needs, strong safeties, but... A good, strong safety, four years pro at the USC, former second-round
1: pick, I'm not mistaken.
0: Okay, did you ask that's me a not...
1: question or
2: no no no, I was just like...
0: oh. <laughs> You
1: paused. I was like, wait, did
2: he just ask me a question? <laughs> and then uh, I'm looking through just as a cardinal scene, I would hate to lose him. Calais Campbell? Moot, or to Terry Pelley. Let's just say if they went Calais to... Cam,
3: if Calais Campbell is a free agent, that makes that, that makes this class a lot more interesting.
2: 6'8", 300 pounds, and he still plays well. He plays great. Well, I let's just Calais say... Campbell. Let's say he leaves Arizona. and I'm not going to commit to... It. Imagine him on the Niners. Imagine be, him in, in between Buckner, Buck, Buckner and uh, Armstead.
3: Yeah, him and DeForest Buckner, that would be interesting.
2: Or Dontari Poe, or in place of him.
3: I don't think the Chiefs will ever, um, will ever move on from Dontari Poe, ever.
2: Dontari Poe is carrying a big cap hit.
3: They will never move on from Dontari Poe. Even when he dies, they will will put his corpse on the field.
2: Well, a little graphic there.
3: I mean, it will be it will be big enough and it will move well enough to still be a very good defensive tackle.
1: Honestly, I'm mean,
3: Poe isn't known for being a defensive tackle. He's known for being like a fullback kind of dude. These NFL teams don't respect fullbacks the way they should anymore.
2: Another big name. He was the in biggest the player. He was market. the
3: heaviest player. I think he's, if I'm not mistaken, he is the biggest player, like heaviest in NFL history through a touchdown pass.
2: Oh, I can't,
3: I can't attest to that because I have no idea.
2: Uh-huh. I believe
3: he is, and that was a beautiful touchdown pass. I still love that. Just kind of flung it out there, and it worked. Well, by the way, is really this mean. thing? Is this a new, I'm just. This is a little tangent, but is is wide receivers throwing to their quarterbacks for touchdown passes a new? Like, is that going to be a new thing for like trick plays?
2: Well, what is it really a thing when A.J. Green throws one to Eddie Dalton?
3: I mean, it's one when that happens, and Doug Baldwin throws one to Russell Wilson and Cameron Meredith throws one to Matt Barkley. It's
1: happened a couple times. It's happened a few times. Brandon Williams, no tackle for the Ravens. <laughs> okay, just don't knowledge.
3: answer my question. Just don't even acknowledge that, like, <laughs> you know, there could be a new type of trick play in the NFL. I don't you, know how to answer <laughs> I mean, is it a new type of trick play, yes or no? That's all I'm asking for.
2: I mean, people have been doing that for years. It's just more noticeable because it's on live television a lot. I
3: don't know. I think it's interesting.
2: Um, Now, going back, Brandon Williams is going to be asked for Tap Dollar. There's already talks that the Dolphins, the Niners, and the Browns are in high level interest. There could be some tampering, like there usually is.
1: Jaguars to use some help up front.
2: Do they really need a nose tackle? They're at the point where they're about to cut some Derek Martin. I think they're good at tech defensive tackle.
3: I don't know. I think they could use some help up front. They're. I don't know. I'm thinking about defensive lines, and they don't have that burst that I think of when I think of other offensive lines. Not even in one player. Uh, I don't. This be- would be interesting. This would be. Imagine. Imagine him going to. Houston, where he's paired on that line with J.J. Watt and J.J.
2: And he replaces Vince Wilfork, Yes. Yeah. What was that? And he replaces the retiring Vince Wilfork.
1: Yeah, I mean... That's an interesting thought. Well, but the, now, let bring up the Texas is being terrible,
3: they're still a very, like, scary unit on defense.
1: I don't know if scary is actually the word I'd use. Up front, they're kind of scary, but
3: I mean, I don't know.
2: Whitney Merciless, Clowney, JJ Watt, Ryan Cushing.
3: Yeah, Cleve. Those four are just. Those four, they're. They could use some help in the secondary, but I like Jonathan Joseph.
2: I mean, Jonathan Joseph, um, a guy they drafted a couple of years ago, I forget his name already, and I think Kevin Johnson at Wake Forest.
3: So I don't know. It's just. An interesting defense to
2: look out for. They were on the rise kind of two years ago, and then this year they were pretty good. But AJ Boyer, career year, kind of a one year wonder when he finally got the opportunity this year after being undrafted free agent in 2013, is either set to get the franchise tag or he's going to hit the market after top dollar. Listen,
3: I hate to just kind of cut you off, but I'm going to have to let you go.
2: All right. All right.
1: That is Logan France.
2: Uh, Um,
1: I'm off. Goodbye.
2: I guess I'll conclude it for now. I might talk to myself. All right. Hopefully it will be another edition. We'll see how this progresses. I still don't know what to call it, but